Hi, everyone. I am joined today by Marilyn Conroy from Riviera. Marilyn, a veteran podcast guest and and a, a friend of mine, and I'm so happy to have you. We haven't talked in over a year, and it's such a great time to talk because there are so many exciting things happening. So how are you? How is Riviera doing? I'm I'm personally very well, thank you, thank you very much, Britain and Riviera is is doing well. We have uh, survived what's uh, happened so far in terms of COVID, and we are really anxious, like everybody else, to be restarting, and we're in a great position to be doing so. Yeah, absolutely. So we'll, let's just go ahead and talk about that. Where will you be restarting, and when? How soon can I go get on board a Riviera ship? <laughs> okay, well, just to backtrack a little bit, as you uh, may remember, Riviera uh, River Cruises' parent company, Riviera Travel, has been in the tour business, the worldwide tour business, for over 37 years. So they're already starting to operate tours. So uh, we are certainly taking care of people's vacations already from a UK perspective. But in terms of river cruising and North America, we will be uh, operating first, like a lot of other lines, on the Douro because Spain and Portugal are one of the first places to open up. But, you know, Britain, uh, we also operate yachts in Croatia uh, along the Dalmatian coast. So they're already operating. So, so we're up and running already. And that's so great, you know, to to have that experience and to have been able to operate sooner than maybe some of the river cruises companies were able to come back or even the the cruise lines where you're operating tours. Uh, How has the response been to those tours? Everybody, well, I shouldn't say everybody, but so (laughs) many people, so many people are desperate to travel. I mean, this is our right. (laughs) And not to be able to go anywhere for the past year and a half, uh, I think a lot of people are saying, right, I'm injected or vaccinated, I should say. Uh, I want to travel. Where can I go? What's available to me? Now, obviously, the North American destinations have opened up um, sooner. But as far as river cruising is concerned, as I said, we're opening up on the Douro uh, the latter part of this month certainly in July, and all of the other itineraries will be slowly opening up as of uh, July and August. And, you know, what is particularly popular, it always has been popular, but what is particularly popular now, of course, are the Christmas markets. Christmas markets have always been popular uh, to to North American travelers, and we've got 20 of them. (laughs) So uh, we are definitely seeing a lot of interest in, in the Christmas markets. We've got four-day, five-day, and seven-day, including uh, over Christmas itself and New Year's. So that is definitely something people are looking forward to. Absolutely. Do you have any solo Christmas markets cruises? We have um, just a couple that are still available uh, for the solo traveler, yes. You know solo you know travel is solo- my thing, so... I know. Well, I know that you, you're going to be going on one of our uh, solo departures, but that's not till next year. And yes. we all want to get up and up and at them a long be- lot before then. Absolutely. Uh, we also have solo yacht departures coming okay. up. 
Okay, that's exciting. So for those people who don't know, can you talk? I, I know we're going to talk about Christmas. We'll be talking about Christmas markets. We're talking about 2021. We'll talk a little bit more about 2021. But I want to talk about why I mentioned those solo trips because Riviera is unique in that you have solo only itineraries and then you also have a certain number of solo cabins on each itinerary. Can, yes. you, can you talk a little bit more yes. about that? Of course. Well, on every single departure, we always take about five cabins, no less than five cabins. Uh, they're on the Emerald Deck, which is the lower deck. That's the one with the window, or we call the duck view. But they're very spacious cabins, and they're appointed uh, for two people. So you can see that they, they are very, very spacious. Uh, but these cabins, we are selling with no single supplement. So in other words, if you're a single person, you will only pay the per person rate to travel in that particular cabin. Now, we also have a, a slew of departures, some in 21 and a lot in 2022, of various different itineraries where the entire vessel is sold on a no single supplement basis. That means um, we don't sell couples. We only sell singles. So if you're somebody who still wants a lot of space around them and you're on a vessel that takes 169 guests, you're going to be one of 88 because it's one person per cabin and there's no single supplement. So that 200% doesn't apply. Yeah, that's so amazing. And that's always somewhere that I point my solo travelers is look at Riviera because not only do you have these solo only itineraries, but you also have these these solo cabins. So even if there's not a solo sailing that someone that speaks to someone that they want to do, the chances are that they can get the itinerary that they want. They can get a solo cabin without that single supplement. So that's that's great exactly. on both ends. Um, yeah, and you, we did mention that I will be hosting a cruise. Um, that's October 26th through November 2nd of 2022. I'm not going to talk too much about that, but if anyone has any questions, you can email me about it and I'll give you get you some info because it's going to be really fun we have a really great group of women and i'm i'm super excited for that and i feel like you get that energy a lot on solo cruises right is that you have these travel companions and people that want to go on on the ship and have different rooms and you have groups of friends and then you also have people who are completely by themselves and you have this really nice mix of people that's that's exactly right you know so often people think oh if you're single it's because you're you know you're not married and you know that's not necessarily the case you could get two chappies uh, or two ladies that want to to go on a particular trip their significant others don't want to go on that trip uh, but they all want to get together and go but you know the older you get uh, you want your own personal space and they don't want to share a cabin so it's not just, you know, single women um, or it's not necessarily single women. It's people who are traveling solo. <laughs> yep, exactly. exactly. It's, it's a distinction. It's a distinction. Yeah. But no, uh, I, to my to my knowledge, we are the only company that does that. And as you pointed out, we do it on many, many different itineraries. It's not just one particular itinerary. And it's it's throughout the course of the year. Yeah. 
Yep. And it's it's a spectacular program. So I always like to talk about that and give Riviera a shout out uh, when I'm talking about solos. Anyway, we'll get back to 2021. I always get excited talking about the solo travel. We've talked about Christmas markets. We've talked about the Duro. What are some other itineraries that people can sail? Maybe some favorites of yours that people will be able to sail uh, toward the end of this year? Well, uh, Blue Danube, of course, is everybody's favorite. Um, we've got some really nice departures uh, going out on the Blue Danube with some um, really actually some attractive uh, price, particularly attractive prices in October um, on the seven-night Blue Danube, which, of course, is round-trip Budapest. Um, you may have heard me say before, we go round-trip Budapest, not Passau. Uh, we picked Budapest for a couple of reasons. It's only about 20 minutes from the closest airport, whereas Passau's two and a half hour bus ride. So we just mm-hmm. think it's a, an easier uh, gateway to get in and out of. And uh, also, personally, I think Budapest is a city that would definitely, definitely uh, is worth spending a couple of days in before or after your trip. But anyway, I digress. So we've got obviously the Blue Danube. Uh, my favorite. Mm, you know, somebody else just asked me that. I I like Provence personally. Um, yeah. So so we have, <laughs> you know that. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, Leon to Avignon or reverse. And uh, the new itinerary for us uh, this year is Paris, round trip Paris, uh, going to see the Normandy beaches. And that's particularly a good trip because... We spend two nights in Paris, so you can use Paris as your uh, floating hotel because you know, Paris is an expensive city. Mm-hmm. And um, to have the use of the boat as your hotel, uh, it, it certainly makes the whole thing far more uh, affordable. And, of course, Paris is easy peasy to get in and out of as, as an air gateway. Absolutely. Uh, another, new, another new itinerary that we have is round-trip Vienna. And it's the same kind of thing. We are seven days and we use the hotel or the boat as a floating hotel for two nights in Vienna. So you really get to experience this beautiful, beautiful city. Yeah, Vienna is one of my favorites. And I didn't expect that when I first started river cruising. But I I love Vienna so much. It's such a cool place. And to be able to stay overnight and have late nights there is always really special. Yeah, you know, the thing is, you get to see Vienna on, on a lot of our itineraries and a lot of itineraries, period. But, you know, Vienna, to me, is one of those cities that deserves a lot more than just a port of call and doing it, you know, from eight in the morning till five at night or whatever the time frame is. Because it's it's wonderful to experience Vienna in the evening uh, and to be able to overnight there and really perhaps enjoy the theater or, or what have you. No, no doubt going to the... Uh, Sucker Talk cafes, yes. <laughs> of which there are many. Absolutely, but, uh, that's that's new for us. This round trip Vienna, where you where you do overnight in Vienna. But as far as my my personal favorite, I'm probably going to say Provence. Uh, so because I, I love that part of the country. Lots of options though for travelers who are still looking to to travel at the end of this year. And I want to, you mentioned, you know, you have some pretty attractive pricing right now. We've talked about affordability in Paris. I want you to tell the listeners who may not be as familiar with Riviera about how Riviera unbundles its cruise fare to make the prices more attractive to, to consumers. Okay. Well, we, we are a very, 
proud to say that we offer a top of the premium line product, but where prices are less than premium, we are extremely competitively priced. And we do this in a variety of ways because this, our vessels are top notch. They're owned and operated by Skiller, which is a preeminent boat operator. And uh, we offer really excellent food service very spacious, well-appointed accommodations. But what we do is we include uh, all the meals, obviously. We include the, uh, a really in-depth shore excursion every day. We have uh, complimentary bicycles, gymnasium, an alternative restaurant. There's no surcharge for that. But what we don't include is um, alcoholic beverages. Alcoholic beverages are an additional charge. And so many people say to us, well, we like that because I don't drink and we don't want to pay or feel we're paying for other people's drinks. But, you know, uh, Britain, I have to say this. Um, we don't have our bar as a, as a profit center. Mm -hmm. So a cost of a six-ounce glass of superior wine is only 2.75 euro. That's roughly $3.20, depending on the rate of exchange. So even if you do want to drink, the cost of these drinks are very inexpensive. Less expensive than they feel... would be at home. Yeah, exactly. No kidding. No kidding. I was shocked when I paid $20 for a glass of wine the other day. It wasn't <laughs> that good. Um, but, but anyway, so in other words, by not including the alcoholic beverages, we're able to give um, a, a much more economical price. We don't automatically include gratuities. Gratuities are paid to our staff. But if you want to give additional gratuities, obviously they would be uh, you know, well received. They always are. But it's, you know, we don't bundle it in so that you, your clients are forced to pay a gratuity and then a gratuity on top. Um, the, the other way, quite frankly, that we are able to offer a superior product at a very economical prices is because we are uh, only been in the North American market now four years, which is not long when you think of how long some of our other competitors have been there. Mm -hmm. And because we are just establishing ourselves as a brand, we are deliberately marketing this at a very, very competitive price because we want to gain the uh, consumer and the agent's attention and the consumer and the agent's support. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and it is. It's it's such a. I've heard so many good things, and you know, my Ralph has been on so many trips, and he's hosting a trip as well, and so it's it's great. And I think that it's it, the North Americans are really taking well to Riviera, and so it's it's nice that you've been able to break into the market for sure and started advertising well, here. Well, thank you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, because we are we are a British company, and the Americans and Canadians and the Brits get along. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, there's no language barrier because English is the only language spoken on board. Uh, and, and, and one other thing I, I want to mention is that yeah. we, we really only market through our travel agency partners. And because of this, we don't spend a fortune on PBX advertising and magazine advertising and what a lot of our competitors do, which is obviously good because it builds up their brand awareness. But the cost of that advertising has to go back somewhere, and it goes on the passenger's ticket. And because we don't do that, um, we are able to offer such, quite frankly, an incredible product. Yeah. That's yeah. one of the ways we do it. 
And you do work so closely with travel advisors. And, you know, I, I love oh, that yeah. at the at the bottom of all your emails, you have the we love the travel advisors, <laughs> pat, you know, sign offs. And so do you want I mean, you could talk a little bit about your partnerships. I know that you you offer so, so many incentives for travel advisors. And there is one for for June, I believe. Or for May. Well, maybe, yeah, we. Well, no, we we do we do have something uh, every single we come up with something every single month. Um, for instance, the month of June, which you know we're only halfway through, we have uh, you know how you have tour conductors. You do you do a group, you put a group together, mm-hmm. and the uh, Pied Piper can earn a complimentary cabin. The the standard policy is like one for ten. Well, this month we're doing it one for seven. Uh, and, and quite often we have, if you make a booking during, uh, like we did it for May, and we'll probably do it again during the course of the year, you, you know, an incentive to the travel agent to promote Riviera. But the the, the incentive to the agent is always matched is always matched with an incentive to the consumer. We 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 take care of both parties. Uh, both yeah. parties. And you also don't allow direct bookings through Riviera. You'll always match people with advisors, which I think is special too, is that you have these these great relationships and you encourage people to go and and seek out advice from someone and and, uh, have a third party involved. So I think that that's really special as well. And people don't recognize the value of an advisor until they they talk to one a lot of the times. And that is so true. That is so true, Britain, because, you know, it costs nothing to book with a, a travel expert. If you make a, a booking directly, you're not going to get a better deal. Uh, all you're going to be doing is the work yourself. And when things go wrong, you can't call the Internet. <laughs> yeah. You know, that's why you need, that's why you need a, a professional. And it, it costs you nothing. And quite often you get extra benefits because, you know, we, we work very well with our travel partners and, and uh, we support them when they support us. And, you know, they have a special client that, oh, your single supplement sold out. Just have one come through today. Um, uh, my friend's husband just died and she really, really wants to go on this cruise with us. Um, this is the agent asking me, is there any way you can get her a break on on a single cabin? So, you know, I'm putting in a concession to try and get her no single supplement. That's what a travel agency or travel professional will do for the consumer. Yeah, exactly. It's it's so important. And so I really wanted to mention that as well, because I know the advisors appreciate all that you do for them. And I know that you appreciate all that they do for you. Uh, I want to talk about 2022 as well. Can you talk about what's new for Riviera next year? Um, well, next year, uh, we are we are looking forward to uh, expanding the number of itineraries that we have across all of the of the categories. The itinerary that's particularly uh, appealing, though, is Amsterdam, Vienna and um, um, Bruges. Sorry. And what we're doing here for the whole season, actually, is the. I'm not going to mispronounce this. It's a very, very famous um, uh, horticultural e- event called the Floridada. I'm not pronouncing that Floriad. correctly. Floriad? Yeah, thank you. 
<laughs> We've got tickets. <laughs> I learned how to right. say Floriad and Oberammer gal, so I'm feeling really accomplished <laughs> this month. <laughs> well, you're better than me. I've only been, I just finished writing an article about that too. So no, we've got tickets for that. Uh, and this particular event runs only uh, like Oberammer gal. It's once every 10 years. And it's just about 35 kilometers outside of Amsterdam. So we're running, and we have tickets for this uh, all the way through uh, the season. So uh, as part of our river cruise. So that's pretty exciting. That's, that's definitely new for us. Yeah, I, th- that's, it sounds so wonderful. You've been hearing so much about it, of course, because it's happening next year. But it's good to know that there is still space, that people can go do that if they want to. And Marilyn and I will say go to Provence next year with Riviera I think that's a great itinerary too (laughs) next year is going to be the time to travel but I mean Christmas markets this year that's my goal is to get on a ship in December in November and just be on the rivers cruising again so I think that those Christmas markets itineraries are what is is going to catch me for sure you know it's funny I don't think people realize just how magical they are um you know, it depends on the length of the cruise. Like I said, we do four nights, five nights, seven nights. But you know, every city that you go to is completely different. Their markets are different. So mm-hmm. it's not repetitive. And and also for over Christmas, uh, the, the cruise over Christmas itself, we've picked the cities there that have the Christmas markets that are still open, even though it's actually Christmas. Because a lot of these markets do close like about the 22nd of December. Mm-hmm. So on our Christmas cruise, these markets will be open. And what sounds better? I mean, maybe just to me than not. Well, I was going to say not having to deal, in, deal with your family, being on a ship, having someone code for you, <laughs> or or ta- maybe if your relationship with your family are better than mine, taking your family with you. But oh. I would be I would be hitting up the solo Christmas markets cruise because being by myself at that time of year is amazing to me with other like minded travelers. And I love I love being on ships at Christmas, though. There is something so magical about it. There's something so magical about seeing those markets and all this snow. I just, I love it. I live in North Carolina. I don't get that weather here. I don't, we don't have that Christmas season, really. You just see a Santa in the mall and that's kind of it. And that doesn't quite do it. Well, I live in Fort Lauderdale, Florida, so I'm one up on you. Definitely don't get snow. But, you you know, I I couldn't agree more. And anytime I talk about Christmas markets, I always say, you know, you have to be Ebenezer Scrooge if this doesn't make you feel good. Mm -hmm. It really does. Mm -hmm. They really do. And, you know, we're just walking around the markets with, the you know, all the food stands that they have and the mullet wine. And, yeah, it's cold, but it's great. Yeah, yeah, I know. I think that one time I was in the Christmas markets on the Rhine and I was we there was snow past my ankles for sure walking down the street and it was it oh, was wow. cold <laughs> cold but great. Um is there anything else that you want to talk about? I wanted to just, you know, tell people that there is still a chance for 2021, talk about 2022, but is there anything else that you feel like we haven't really hit on before I let you go? Um, you know, I think one of Riviera's um, points of differentiation uh, is 
is our itineraries in and of themselves, Britain, because we always try to differentiate the itineraries a little bit. I'll give you a couple of examples. Uh, a very, very popular trip, which next year for the first time we're going to be operating um, you know, pre and post tours, is uh, the, the very popular Rhine cruise to Switzerland. Now, our friendly competitors operate this Amsterdam to Basel. So they're advertising Rhine Cruise to Switzerland. Well, it's true. It does go to Switzerland. But unless you take a post tour, the only thing you're going to see of Switzerland is the bus ride to the airport. So we start our departures in Cologne because there's nothing to see between Amsterdam and Cologne but an industrial river. And that takes up a day and a half. So starting in Cologne enables uh, our clients to get to Basel, spend two nights in Basel, and have a full day included tour, and actually get up to see the Alps. Now, of course, if they want to, we, they can take our post trip, which is the Glacier Express uh, to Zurich. Um, that, of course, is a, is, a, is a great experience. But that's one of the points of differentiation. By starting in Cologne, not Amsterdam, we give our clients a much, much more immersive experience. Mm -hmm. Also, for my fa favorite Provence trip, by not doing round-trip Lyon, I have to flog this one because I just love it, by not doing round-trip Lyon, we can actually take the time to sail up into Bonn, whereas if you were to do round-trip Lyon, you'd have to visit the beautiful, beautiful medieval city of Bonn, uh, and it would take you a den an hour and a half on a bus. So we actually sail into the city and dock right downtown. So that's just a couple of the things we're doing that's different. And those round-trip Budapest itineraries yeah. like you we talked about earlier. Yeah, it does make yeah. a difference yeah. for sure where you're starting and ending and how much time you're able. Yeah, it's great that you've, that you've been able to figure out how you can adapt these things to really maximize the time and the places that you think that people should see most. And I think that, yeah, that's really special. And it is cool when you see people doing things differently because so often when you're looking at river cruise itineraries, there's everyone is doing the same thing. And so it's hard to use that as a point of differentiation between river cruise companies. So it's it nice that it you'd have that option just laid out there for people I mean, you know the trouble is it's it's easy to differentiate with the ship you know you've got different sizes you've got different widths and different heights different tonnage but with river cruises the and unless you're on a selected few rivers they have to be a certain width and a certain length they can't mm -hmm. be longer than we call them long ships 433 feet i believe it is otherwise they won't go through the locks Mm -hmm. So it's hard to say why my product is different from their product, you know, it's, yeah. but the, the, the differentiation comes in not just the pricing, obviously somewhat with the onboard food and service and features that the vessel has, um, but, but also the differentiation in the itineraries. Well, and I remember I, I was, I will, I will compliment Riviera because we were docked and I was on an, another ship and we were docked next to a Riviera ship in Budapest. And the, the ship that I took, the cruise fares are probably 
you know, at least a couple of thousand dollars more than your fares. And when we walked off of Mm. this ship and onto the Riviera ship, everyone said, oh, my God, look at how fancy this ship is. It's so beautiful. And it was just so funny to hear them make those comments after we were getting off our ship. And they're, look at this. And so, yeah, I mean, you can differentiate yourself in that way, of course. And I know that you do as well. But but the ships are, are really stunning in themselves as well. Well, I I appreciate that, Britain, because you know I've I, I've been in this business a long, long time, and it's my frustration that I can't get across to people that this is really is a good product. It mm-hmm. really is. You've got to give it a try. Yeah. And uh, when people do, they come back happy. You know, this is why we're the only company out there that has a one hundred percent satisfaction guarantee. We are so buoyant that our product is good and, and is a great quality and value, that when your clients or when clients go on board, if they are not absolutely happy with their trip by day two, we'll bring them home, we'll pay whatever additional cost it is and give them a complete refund. Yeah. 100% that, guaranteed. That is, that, is, that is really, that is special. <laughs> that is really special. I didn't know that actually before well, it's called, it's called putting your money where your mouth is. <laughs> it's amazing. <laughs> it's amazing. I'm sure that so many, you know, and I'm sure that probably that many people don't have to take advantage of that. So it's something that's really great to have, but kind of ideally no one is, everyone is happy on board. We haven't so. had any yet. We yeah. haven't had any yet. <laughs> okay, well, great. <laughs> and that is really putting your money where your mouth is then for sure. <laughs> well, yeah. No, I mean, because, you know, every, let's face it, you know, people's vacation is not just about money. Yeah. It's about their time. They yeah. work hard. They need their vacation. They don't want Absolutely. to have a disappointing vacation. Absolutely. And you have people who river cruise every few months, every year, but then you also have people yes. who this is their their trip of a lifetime, you know? They've saved up for this. Yeah. And so, yeah, it is. It's important. And I'm glad that... Ugh, I don't know. I just I've been getting so excited doing these interviews recently because I know I'm going to be on board next year and I know that you'll be <laughs> on board soon, hopefully. And it's just so exciting to talk about these things and things getting in motion and, you know, envisioning myself on board and knowing that people are going to listen to this and hopefully book those Christmas markets cruises for the for the winter. And it's just it is so, so exciting. And so I'm so glad that you took some time to talk to me today. I really appreciate it. It's My always pleasure. so lovely to talk to you. Well, thank you, Britain, and I look forward to talking to you again and seeing you sooner. I was going to say, I look forward to talking to you soon and seeing you in Linville in August, hopefully. Okay, you've got it, my dear. Thank you. 